Thriller number 20 has actually some stuff on here. In 1982, it was number one. In the 1980s, get this, it's number 10. At best album in the 1980s, wow. according to the ranking from Rolling Stone. Okay. This is Thriller we're talking about. Probably one of the best albums of all time. But it's number 20 no. on this list. <laughs> in the 80s? In the 80s, yeah, it was number 10. I would justify that. a good reason There's why lots of albums in the 80s that I we can talk about later. Thriller. But go ahead. That, that's, yeah, so that was number 20. Number 19 is Astral Weeks by Van Morrison. Okay. Ranked in 1968, number 2. In the 1960s, number 15. Number 18, clearly, Born to Run. Okay. Bruce Springsteen. Awesome. In 75, number 3. In the 70s, number 12. It's number 17, Nevermind by Nirvana. Yeah. 1991, number 1. In the 90s, number 2. Of course. Number 16, Blood on the Tracks by Bob Dylan. Good one. In 75, was number 2 album overall. In the 70s, ranked number 9. Number 15, Are You Experienced? Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, of course. Nice. 1967, ranked 4th. In the 60s, ranked 11th. Number 14, Abbey Road. 1969, number one. In the 60s, number two best album. Number 13, probably one of the more interesting ones on here. The Velvet Underground and Nico. Okay, right on. 1967, number two best album in the 60s, ranked number four. I really like that. Okay, Miles Davis was number 12 with Kind of Blue. From 59, ranked number one. From the 50s, ranked number one. Okay, Miles Davis. Um, and then number 11, The Sun Sessions. Compilation with Elvis. Oh, yeah, okay. From 76, it was ranked 18th. In the 70s, the ranking, 223rd. I think Paige is jerking off over here. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, of those top 20, down and dirty. Are any of those too low? <laughs> any of those too low? I don't even know why there are so many of those on the list. <laughs> I've never heard of Kind of Blue because I don't listen to Miles Davis. Well, the reason I was going to no, say Thriller is number 20 is not because of Michael Jackson. Quincy Jones is a great producer. Quincy Jones, I think, wrote a lot of that album. I think he probably wrote all of the lyrics. Michael he Jackson probably, doesn't know any of that kind of stuff. Dirty he, Diana has nothing to do with Michael Jackson. Quincy Jones Dirty knows not a on, lot about it's not on that album. Well, no, but, but Quincy Jones also <laughs> wrote that song for Michael Jackson. So right. I have a feeling that all of those songs in Thriller were written by Quincy Jones. They're definitely directed and produced by him. That's yes. for sure. Composed. And I think Michael Jackson had a lot to do with the composition. Yeah. And basically building it on Michael Jackson's voice. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's a good Michael Jackson album. I think it's a good Quincy Jones album. Yeah, but he did all the singing. I mean, that's Billie Jean on there. What ordered all the hits on there? Beat Billie it. Jean, Thriller, it Beat It. I remember it was the biggest album of all time. It was the biggest album of the time. Yeah, it was. Of all time as well. A big string of number one hits. Was there a slow song on there? There was one. I, I Smooth Criminal is on that one too? No, yeah. that's on the one before. Oh. Track like track number one was Fuck Like a Beast. I remember that. <laughs> that's a good album by Wasp. I love that's that a one. great album. That is track number one off of Wasp. <laughs> Fuck Like a Beast. <laughs> Personally, I would take that Wasp album over Michael Jackson's Thriller. But, but that's, that's why I don't because pick... Because I'm fucking degenerate. Yeah, that's why I don't pick Thriller though. Because I don't think Thriller is a good Michael Jackson album. Okay, here's, here's, the, the, whole, the, here's the whole track list. Okay. <clears throat> Wanna be starting something? Yeah. Baby be mine. The girl is mine. Oh, yeah. Thriller. The girl Beat it. Is mine. Billie Jean. Human nature. Pretty young thing. Lady in my life. How young? Pretty young. Twelve. <laughs> Pretty young thing. Probably not Actually, even that, a girl. That sounds so bullshit because he would never went for a woman. How young? <laughs> How young is this pretty young thing? That's a song from that album that probably no one can probably recall what the fuck that song is. I don't think I've ever heard it. I'm like pretty young thing. I've never heard it. Okay, as number twenty on the list, I would pretty I'll I'll thing. say that's fine. I'll say number twenty is that's fine. too low. I, know, I can see where it's on the list because of how much yeah how popular it is. How popular it was. Okay, but popular doesn't make an album great. No, I think it's a popular anyway. album, but, but it was pop music. Though. People think Michael Jackson is freaking genius, but Thriller changed pop music. It actually changed it. Everybody wants to be fucking that album since he did it. 
You can't think of can't think of one R and B artist that doesn't want to be well, Thriller. Britney that's Spears true, but... or Katy Perry want to be that. I still like. I still Katie think Perry that popularity. Record, yeah. Like is Katy Perry number one on the list? She should be number one on the list according to that. Well, it's not about yeah. money. It's about quality. She that's quality album. I, I would still listen to that album. I'm I not think, even a Michael Jackson fan. I think I that's think good. the Jimi Hendrix Are You Experienced is rated too low. That should be way higher. That's in like my top five. What number is this? Are one? You Experienced is 15. My, that's in my top, top five. That is like <coughs> Jimi Hendrix's Are, Are You Experienced. That blew people's minds. That guy's a great guitar player. Who's he, he blowing? Okay, here's here's all the tracks on the album. Foxy Lady, Manic Depression, Red House, Can You See Me, Love or Confusion, I Don't Live Today. May this be love, yes. fire, third stone, third stone from the sun. Remember and are you experienced? Yeah. Now that's a All fucking great deadly All album. Great. That's a great album. There's no question. It's about 1967. Is his first album he ever made. I uh, totally came out and destroyed everybody that was out there at the <laughs> yeah. time. The Stones, the Beatles, the yeah. Who's. Zeppelin wasn't around at that time. There were so many but bands he influenced that influenced all those people. There was, he did, and there were so many bands that once they saw Jimi Hendrix, they knew yeah. that rock and roll music was something totally different. Because before that, you had Bob Dylan. 1966 and Bob Dylan changed rock and roll music so did the Stones so did the Beatles so did Chuck Berry and then Hendrix comes along and there's nothing like that like no. there's no blueprint for. and if you Hendrix. listen to it today it's still just as oh, yeah. it's still it's just as fresh it still is yeah it's but I would say 15 is close fine he's, for he's me. 15 he's number 4 in 1967 and that's 60s, where I would he's rate number it. eleven in the sixties. That's album. rated that's, as number four, like something like that. I would say as the album, in the, I, that's I for that year. It's, they rated it's, that. it's not my favorite Jimi Hendrix album, but I would say as where it's at for fifteen of all time, I'd say that's fair. Okay, what about uh, Nevermind at seventeen? Nirvana's first album. Yeah, I. That's good for me. I like seventeen where Nirvana never mind it because Nirvana never mind doesn't be Nirvana. doesn't won't, won't be in the top ten because that album. Yeah, how is it? Because yeah. they didn't have a career long enough like to say, Nirvana. oh, that album has that to album be. made a great career, yeah. Because if I, if I Nirvana... Guess, you go ahead. Because how do they even decide what's on the top 20, right? If Michael That's Jackson at 20, and if we're going, maybe it's based on influence or what it did afterwards. Influence, I think. But influence in that generation, never mind, I would say. Like, what did that really do? Create a whole bunch of grunge bands? Well, uh, maybe, actually, <laughs> what happened <laughs> with them, it, 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 it launched a scene in Seattle, oh, which is like a shit yes. town. I mean, all I of a sudden, like... all Seattle took off, but then you have all the punk music right after that. Nirvana launched punk music. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Punk music came back that. right the after, 90s punk about 94 on the Green Day. And you have punk and music And it comes out away from all that hair metal. I can see that, where it was, oh, this is a big change from hair metal. All the best albums were done in the 80s, we know this. It's also stripped down rock and roll. Actually, never mind. And that's another thing. It's very simplistic There is, you can literally pinpoint the death of 80s from <laughs> Nirvana. You could say, here is Metallica's one, one of the last great albums of the 1980s. It was Guns N' Roses first. Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. And if you listen to Appetite for Destruction, and if you listen to Nevermind, you can say, okay, those two albums are completely fucking different. Yeah. And these, this band eclipsed Guns N' Roses. And what they would... The sound is different. The sound is totally stripped different. down sound. They're going back to the Pixies, but heavy sound. Well, there's no... There, they, they wanted an anti... Rock star attitude. They became rock stars Which is in what the they end, did. but that's what they started off as. They didn't think that they were going to sell 100 million records. They didn't think they were going to sell any <clears> records. <throat> they just happened to because they made that video, Smells Like Teen Spirit, and it blew up. Okay. Same thing that happened to Guns N' Roses. Exactly the same thing. Cause that was just because of the 80s. They made Sweet Child of Mine, and the next thing you know, they were the biggest yeah. band in the world. Huge. Biggest band in the world. What about Born to Run, Bruce Springsteen, oh, number yeah. 18. Of course. I like it, but yeah, I'm not going to say that's that high. Yeah. It's 18. I, I love Springsteen's Bruce Springsteen's reputation of everything, that's right? Yep. His whole compilation of music. Which one do you yeah. pick? So they got to pick his run. album out. I would, 
I would. I love Born to Run, but I would put Born in the USA over that one. That's the first one I ever heard. That's the one I would pick too. Yeah. Just because it's all pop hits and whatnot, but. But just so Born because, to Run 75. But I love Born to Run, though. I'm not going to say Born to Run. He, a, he was made to be a star. Yeah, he was going to be a star he's eventually. Great. Yeah. He's a great songwriter. He's a great performer. Yeah. Blood on the Tracks, Dylan is number 60. Not my favorite Dylan album, but I'd say it's good. What's your that's favorite Dylan good. album, then? Probably uh, Highway 66. I think we that's visited. actually higher up in the list, I think. This might be in the top 10. Yeah. Okay. Because Dylan yeah. probably has Rolling three Stone in the top loves, 20, probably. No, Blonde like on Blonde is probably So that's going to be the number one album. Whatever the Velvet Underground. Oh, yeah. And Nico, I love this album. Myself, personally. Two of my favorite songs ever on this album. So the whole album is amazing. Why is it all amazing? I've never heard this album. You've never heard the Velvet Underground from 67? I've heard their songs. It changed the underground scene. That's what it did. It actually, like... This is when Pink Floyd and them are all coming out. This is when all this stuff is like this kind of acid psychedelic. rock, psychedelic rock. They take it and they do this New York scene with it. And it basically launches the New York Dolls. It launches your Ramones. You get these bands like that that come after their very street sense mentality. But you also get these really artistic bands. Yeah. This all goes back to the Velvet Underground where you find that is true. a mixture of the two. Lou Reed with these guys because Lou Reed's the main guy. And then Nico's from Germany. Nico is... Uh, yeah, they threw her on the track. Europe, yeah. and they all do this with Andy Warhol's recorded in Andy Warhol's wherever the hell factory. he was in his yeah. factory wow okay but I didn't know that yeah that's what the cover is a little banana Andy Warhol makes the cover of that album so you have this, all these combinations of like we, a weird 60s mix but the songs are good they're actually really stripped down basic songs songs are very good I think uh, what's their top song that I can't remember what's on this album uh, they have about, it's not a very long album that's Waiting all I know. for the Man probably is top one something like that there is the tracks are Sunday Morning, I'm Waiting for the Man, Femme Fatale, Venus and Furs, probably the best track you've ever written, Run, 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 All Tomorrow's Parties, Heroin, There She Goes Again, I'll Be Your Mirror, there The Black Angel's Death Song, one? European yeah. Sun. No, it's not that one. <laughs> but Heroin was the, the hit again. off of this album. Heroin was a, wasn't a hit, but it was the big one that everyone was like, holy yeah. shit, that's amazing. Everybody liked the song Heroin, which is about heroin. Which is about heroin. Trip. That's what I mean by a band that's writing with the New York really Streets. Lou Reed writes the song. Heroin. <laughs> There's not enough songs about heroin. That's what we realized after listening to that. The female character was saving the world. Again, it's not my favorite Velvet Underground album, but I will still understand. I understand why that album is so. But why is it in the top twenty? Why is it in the top twenty? Like if nobody knows, if only two out of four people. <laughs> yeah, really. that's probably the truth. That's actually probably the real truth. Two out of four in this room actually know that album. Yeah, Rolling Stones, a bunch of fucking retards. That's what I always say. I think it's one of the most influential albums of all time. I think if I was a kid in 68 and I heard that album, I'd want to play like them. True. That's what I think. If you album, you probably would have said, yeah, this is... Well, that's what David Bowie did. He listened to the album. David Bowie. Cheech and Chong's up in smoke. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd loved those guys. I agree. Cheech and Chong had some great... Earache My Eye, that's a great song. I think in the top seven. I'm just kidding. Okay, we'll go to the top ten. Okay, let's do the top ten. Number ten, The Beatles, The White Album. Number nine... Blonde on Blonde. Number eight, London Calling the Clash. Number seven, Ooh. Exile on Main Street. <laughs> Number six, What's Going On, Marvin Gaye. Number five, Rubber Soul. Number four, Ooh. Highway 61 Revisited. Number See, three, Revolver. Go. Number two, Pet Sounds. Number one, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Three, Bob, the three Beatles shit, albums in the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fucking much. bullshit, hey? I, I, I agree with the White Album. That should be up the White there. Album. That was I one like. of my favorite albums because that changed rock and roll. That changed everything. They, yeah. they have really, that at 10. Um, like, that's Revolution's on that album. Yeah, Revolution number nine. Uh, Blew Revo- my mind. Revolution, the slow version is on that album. Yeah, the Revolution, the fast version is a single. Yeah, but number nine acoustic version on there. Revolution one. Number nine's on there. They do it throughout the album, actually. 
Number nine. Number I'm nine. so tired. So remember, I stole that. Helter Skelter. <laughs> Helter Skelter is awesome. I like that. Yeah, game. That's that started heavy metal. I Back think. Back in the USSR. Birthday, your blues. Why don't we do it in the road? I can name the whole album. Happiness is Rocky a warm Raccoon. gun. Raccoon. Happiness is a warm gun. Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, Rocky apparently, Raccoon. if you mix it with the Bible, you can go to murder sprees. Bible <laughs> murder spree, like someone did we know very famously. And then <laughs> it's a true story. Went to the wrong house. Went to the wrong. You think house. if you're gonna kill someone, you'd have the right house? He went it, to the right house. Wrong people living there. What Beatles album shouldn't be in there? They have Sgt. Pepper's at number one. A bunch. I disagree with. For that. me, that's a no. For that's me, that's a no, no too. To me, how the fuck is that number one? That's a great, great album. Not number one. I'm gonna pull no. a Simon Cowell. I'm gonna say for me, that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> Sgt. Pepper's is number one, and this is, I don't know, for the front cover. Like what the fuck? I was, I, Just I've because seen of it. the picture on the cover, that's why. That's what I think. Yeah, but I'd say there's too much Beatles yeah, content. A couple of good songs on there, though. I'd like, say too much Beatles. Too much Dylan content too. They have two albums of the. Well, that's Rolling Stone for you. They fucking love the Beatles and Dylan. Too much Dylan content. I don't know why. I'd say you put one Dylan album in there. You put Highway 61. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. I I'd accept Highway 61 as a landmark. Blonde and Blonde though. That's Blonde and Blonde's amazing. I'm not gonna say Blonde and Blonde's not amazing. You could pick one in one of those two. Yeah, but if you're forced to take a vote. I would say Highway 61 because it came before Blonde and Blonde. Because there's a whole one. bunch of bands that aren't even in there. Right? Yeah, of course. Sergeant Pepper's number one for one reason. There. The last track on that album is A Day in the Life, Day in the Life. which might be the best song ever written. the greatest song ever written. That's why that album is number one. But that. if you actually look at that album, Good Morning, Good Morning, Good Song, Lovely Rita, yeah, there's songs, songs like this, they're like... Stupid songs. Paul McCartney's Granny songs. Paul yeah, McCartney's how the, fuck are these the best songs, songs ever written. Just dumb. Pet Sounds is number two. Pet Sounds is number two. I mean, that's a good album, but I don't see that either. I wouldn't pick The Beach Boys either. No. I mean, Brian Wilson, that, was a, that is a good album. I listen to a lot of songs off, and I like it. But that's not number two. Of best albums? Like, if you go by the whole album? Yeah. Fuck that. Well, that's, let's go around. You want to do our top five, then? Like, what we think is the top five? Yeah, go ahead. Well, let's name an album. We'll go around and name an album that we think should be in this top ten. Okay, well, here's and an album one. that should be in the top ten, Dark Side of the Moon. That okay. wasn't listed. Totally yeah. Not even in the fucking top twenty. I would agree with that, 100%. You could fucking listen to The Wizard of Oz and fucking sync that uh, up. Which I've done. That's not good. Few oh. albums I've ever had. I've always owned Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. For as long as I've had the album, I always have to have a version of it somewhere. It's amazing. Yeah. How that Pink Floyd never even got in the top twenty. Yeah. And they're fucking clearly better than these you know, Beatles albums. In right. my opinion, it's not my favorite. Again, it's not my favorite Pink Floyd album. But I understand why Dark Side of the Moon is like Loved. the pinnacle of 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 their music, of their of getting stoned and listening to music. Yeah. <laughs> what they were doing. It's like the there's a whole track in the Great Gig in the Sky. Just well, all changed. vocals. Yeah. Just no. It changed oh, Pink Floyd. That album changed Pink Floyd into making... Actually, I read a lot about that album. It changed them into songwriters, that album. They actually became songwriters. Before then, they were just fucking dicking around. And they admit that. Right. Put on the amps, turn them up, do a bunch of psychedelic bullshit that everyone fucking hated. I hated. And it's like, ugh, I can't stand it. Any of those albums before that album? Yeah, the album, earlier albums before are hard to listen to. Then you get to Dark Side of the Moon, and you have a whole string of really good and I hate Sid Barrett, for the record. Up to... I like Sid Barrett. Fucking hate I like his stuff. I like his stuff. right. Or whatever his name is, we're calling him now. Uh, Jonesy's right. <laughs> Jonesy. Jonesy. Yeah. This is for the record. Dark Side of the Moon was number forty-three. Yeah, 43? that's way too that's low. Way How too the low. fuck? You know, that's... I would swap out one of those wall? Beatles or swap out one of those. Yeah, the Wall is my favorite. By, this, by the way, I'd swap out one of those Beatles. Probably before one of that one. Bob the Wall Dylan. is good. It's a good theme album, but it's not. But they're all theme but musically, albums. Pink Floyd. I think musically, Dark Side of the Moon yeah, is, Dark way Side of the Moon is way better. Better. Like they just everything just came together really well. Like everything just flowed, and I don't know. That's for me. I'm going to say that wasn't listed. So what about you? For me, one album on there that wasn't listed that I would say should be up there is The Who's Tommy. Yeah, and that's not even in the top 50. I'd say The Who's Tommy, that was the first real concept rock and roll album ever made. 
Well, they made a, a whole movie. Yeah. They made terrible, sh- shitty movie. <laughs> it was a but bad movie. But they made a whole <laughs> that movie was bad. concept record that about was a character. Yeah. yeah that anyway, only, I put the Hutami up there. That's way back. For me, that was number back. five. My top five, that was number five, was the Hutami. Because that's that never going to make it on there. there. And the reason why it's never going to make it on there because it's a bunch of elitist snobs that think the Who, the who rock too hard. And the, the Who rock too hard and they don't deserve wow. to be on there. 87? 87th is the wall. The wall is 87. The wall is 87. Fucking what's wrong with these people? But anyway, who voted these? Who, who do you say? I would say Appetite for Destruction should be in the top 20. Why? I mean, Top 20 or top, good, top 10? We're thinking top 10 here. Top 10 Appetite for Destruction. Because it killed 80s metal. Is what it did. It, it changed 80s. the scene it was to move metal. in a different direction. Because you're listening to Poison, Molly Crew. Uh, yeah, you have all of these blonde hair. Yeah, but I've made this argument with you that Appetite for Destruction is not too far from Poison. Yeah, but Appetite's like Black and Black. But they have better that instruments. Kind of in like ACDC's Black and Roses. Black and Appetite are kind of the same kind of thing. Guns N' Roses has really good, good metal. Welcome to the Jungle. Instruments where all those other bands that The whole album's good. There's not a bad song in That's true. I'm not saying it's a bad album. But let's. What do you have to say, Jonesy? What's your well, album? A, a, a album I would throw in here is Green Day's American Idiot. American Idiot. That's that the first one? That's not my number one, but that's their yeah. They're very. They're really huge. Oh, that was the that's one a stretch. Them. It's a big nah, concept album. But it's, <laughs> no. I liked it. I think it's a good. If you're album. putting in Green Day before the Ramones, then not, that's a stretch. <laughs> I'm not saying I like the album. How the fuck did Billy Joel influence? I have to own is American Idiot. Because it, it just goes from one song to the next, and it just kind of flows next. It's a good album. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of good lie. tunes on that one album. I don't think what it's songs are. I don't American think I've ever... Idiot, Boulevard of Broken, Broken Dreams. Dreams. Uh, there's a couple of other ones there. But we're Army saying ever recorded in the history of humanity. Yeah, you're going to put Green Day still, up there. If I was going to Desert Island, I'd still be wanting Green Day's American Idiot. Hmm. There we go. Okay, that's a bit strong. But I'm that's the whole thing about these that lists, that right? you got to account for people's personal tastes. Yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, it should be on the list. Like, I, I hate the Tommy's. I'm not saying it has to be top I, 20. Tommy is number uh, 96. <laughs> well, it, yeah. But 96. Physical Graffiti by Led Zeppelin. the top 100 somehow. Sure. <laughs> if we're going to pick a Led Zeppelin one, right? Number four is probably one of their bigger ones, but Physical Graffiti. Graffiti is probably the best album. I picked the first Led Zeppelin. I actually picked the Led Zeppelin one because that uh, they recorded at the same time that uh, Jeff Beck was trying to do something, and they stole a Jeff Beck song. And they did it way better than Jeff Beck. Oh, they, didn't steal, they didn't steal just Jeff Beck. They oh, stole yeah. a bunch of people. <laughs> no, so they got sued successfully. Jeff Beck did I Can't Quit You Baby. And he had like a blues version with Rod Stewart. And, but then you hear Led Zeppelin's I Can't Quit You Baby. That's way better yeah. than anybody's ever done. Well, oh, that album is amazing for sure. Oh, yeah. and but it changed yeah. the way. But you're right. I, physical Graffiti is way better. My album. favorite is Physical Graffiti. But Led Zeppelin yes. should be in, in that top five. I, I don't think, like too. part one. I think number one by Led Zeppelin. I listen to it over and over and I find it boring. But probably for its time, it's probably like 69, groundbreaking. 1969. It's 69, but yeah. I don't get it. I listen to it and I'm like, form of yeah. blues is really what they're doing. That's, what that I, that's why I picked it, right? Yeah. Another one I love. Because then it become real riff rock after. Yeah, you get Houses of the Holy. I think it's a really great show. I actually like Houses of the Holy. Oh, I love <laughs> Me too. I like Houses of the Holy too. Oh, love it. After that, my album that wasn't on there was uh, Black Sabbath Paranoid. That's yeah. I said Black Sabbath Paranoid because they, well, first of all, Black Sabbath invented heavy metal, first of all. And then Paranoid, although Paranoid, again, it's not my favorite Black Sabbath album, but Paranoid is the album that completely Inspired. took heavy metal and put it in the mainstream, and everybody loved that album. And right. for the last almost 50 years, that album is cited by everybody that plays guitar, everybody that knows something about Sabbath knows yeah. that album, yeah. and it's such a huge album. Black Sabbath never even got and Rolling Stone, 20. and admittedly, Rolling Stone hates metal. They would never put a metal act in that fucking top whatever. There's another genre that they hate too, which I noticed. They don't have any rap albums no. in that top 20. They wouldn't put Public Enemy in there. Mm. Public, Public Enemy is 48. 
48. And it's a great album. Round. They have it's fucking like 15 Beatles albums in the top 10. <laughs> yeah. So Public Enemy's not going to make it. <laughs> Every Beatles album ever made is in the top 20. So now. the top 30 yeah, is true. like 15 Beatles albums and 15 Bob Dylan. I, I don't like rap music, but I think there should be more rap at least on there because that was a very influential to a lot of people. It's true. If you're going to yeah. put Appetite for Destruction in there, you have to put like Takes the Nation of a Million. Straight out of Compton. I think Cypress Hill. Compton. Cypress Hill's Black Sunday. Yeah, but the best rap album I've ever heard. That's true, but Cypress Hill's Black Sunday doesn't precede Run DMC. No. It's his argument. He he says Green Day, when everybody knows the Ramones in 75, kicked off punk rock. Yeah, he'd go through one Run DMC's albums from 86 or 87. Yeah, but it's going to go punk rock. <laughs> I'd go Sex Pistols and Ramones and all them. And they're all in there. They're all in the top. Strange bands 50s. that came around in the 50s and 60s and 70s. But are they in the top 10? Like Clash. Could, could those guys all make the top 10? Like I say, Appetite could. Oh, the Clash deserves it. I think, I think Guns Rose is still inspiring music. For me, number two Slash of all time anyway. is London Collin, for me, of all time. History. That's in the top 10. That's, that's number, for me, that's that's number two. That's actually in the top 10, which is amazing, right? They put yeah. a punk band in the top 10. By that point, they're not that really is. punk. They're, they're still a punk band. They still are, but they don't, they're, they're different. Ethic. They're definitely different than the Pistols. Because when they made that album, they didn't. They weren't famous. Yeah, they just thought, let's make a different album because that old type of 100 mile an hour punk was dead and they knew that and they're becoming better songwriters so why is London why is London calling in the top 10 why is that in your top 10 it's number two overall for me because it's, it's the best first of all it's a double album and there's not a bad track on a, that double album and they right. don't leave you they don't leave you wanting more it's like this is the perfect album it's a perfect length you put it on you have your straightforward rockers you have a little bit of slow songs you have pop songs it goes the whole gamut of rock and roll history in that album and they're just great songs for me London Calling is just yeah for that's me there's only, there's only one record that's for me that's better than that what's better than that Exile on Main Street for me which is also in the top 10 Stones. <laughs> Rolling Stones Exile on Main Street for me if you're thinking about rock and roll yeah perfect rock and roll album like in the, terms of like rock and roll not hard rock just not rock metal not blues not country if you're thinking just straight up rock and roll Exile on Main Street is it has every single thing you want. Again, it's another double album. For me, I love double albums because that's I, you I get your love, money's worth. Uh, you get your money's worth as that volume of music, and the Stones don't have a bad track on there. It's just like it's unbelievable the dynamic amount of songs that are on there. It's like holy shit! How can, you, how can one band write this much good songs and put it on one album? Which is why the White Album, the Beatles' White, White Album, should album. be like number one. The White I album. think that one is. One of the best albums ever written. There's some time. There is some shitty songs on there, on there, but, there is, on but there's a lot of great songs. But there's too. some great ones in there. And it's a double album. It's a double album. I don't one know, of the I very first double albums ever made. To me, Dylan like, should have been number one. Like clearly, number great one. Great songwriter, yeah. Yeah, but he inspired. Even the Beatles say that about him. There's like, if Dylan wasn't doing as much writing as he was doing, they probably wouldn't have. Yeah. I named the a Stones cat after admit him. stuff like this. That's how good Dylan was. But realistically, Dylan at his best, I think those albums that should have made it, the band. How the fuck is the band not in the top ten? With one of their albums, where where the yeah, the, the, where the songs from Big Pink is number twenty eight or something, twenty six. That's yeah. fair for me. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's for me too. They're good. They're the but best. I think they are the best band I've ever heard, though. For me, I hear I hear they, the band and I'm like, I think this is the best musicianship, writing, singing, I've ever heard in a band. But that is that is true. They are amazing songwriters. They're amazing players. But they didn't do anything better than Dylan did. No. Well, and Dylan started them. You got to admit that. Yeah, Dylan launched them. But when Dylan got injured, all of a sudden the band was writing Took better off. songs than Took him. Off. Better songs. Even sure. Dylan could have the album at the same time as the band. Those band albums are better. That's actually what was occurring. And then Dylan converted to Jesus not too long after. And we hear yeah. those albums. <laughs> None of those are well, in the top 100. The band probably had a couple of strings of albums there that were there just was. unbelievable. The songs first Big one. Pink, and there was, yeah, a, there was two. The band, the band. Yeah, the band was the other one. Big Pink. Yeah, those, those two. albums were amazing. Those two were huge ones. 
You know what? I, I have but you can't say they're any better than say other bands like um, Leonard Skinner or Zeppelin even. Yeah, I don't know. The Zeppelin, bands Zeppelin's Zeppelin's that's bluegrass. Influence. There's but bluegrass we're looking in at their the music. band. You listen to the band. The band's not really. Yeah, but Zeppelin breaks a lot of rock and roll. True. Bands like a lot of. Well, who else gets in the top ten? Eagles. For me, I like the band. I like. Who do you I think? Like you have bands. a lot of crazy, crazy beliefs. Let's who hear the it. Fuck's up there? <laughs> Adele. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> fuck Adele. I would fuck. Let me guess. I would fuck Adele I would too. Not. But <laughs> fuck that fat ass. Totally nope. would. She's good looking. Right, she's, she's, she's hot for me. Yeah. I'm not gonna say no nope. to that. I think she's hot. Katy Perry. Oh, Katy Perry. Standards are way too high. Well, of course my standards are high. That's what's wrong with you guys. Okay, let's hear one. I don't actually have any more. Those are my favorite ones. What was it? One band. I don't listen to a lot of rap. You had Green Day. Let's hear what. Well, I was talking about Green Day. I was talking about the Clash, obviously. Okay, they're already in there. Who else was on my list? Eagles. Mamas and the Papas. How come the CCR is never... Hey, I mean, CCR. I don't know if in the top 20. Because you can't put a Greatest Hits album in the top. <laughs> no, but they yeah. had, they had some really good albums. Probably Green River or whatever their albums were. Because there was a bunch of albums. Willie and the Poor Boys. Willie and the Poor Boys. They had a whole stream of hits. That's true. There was a ton of good hits on a couple of those. John Fogarty was from about 1967 or 68. For Rez Music, that was yeah. it. Them and Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Iron Maiden. <laughs> Iron I would put Iron board. Maiden in there for sure. In top 10. But I had this in my top 5. If this was a top 10, Iron Maiden would be in that top 10. I would have put uh, Bad Bad Motorfinger by Soundgarden yeah. in the top 10. That's yeah. where I would have put them. Bad Motorfinger is amazing. One of the best metal albums ever. But we're not just talking about reserves here. <laughs>